Hi, I'm Natalie. And I'm Chris. And, and this, this is, is the Paranormal, Paranormal Podcast. Podcast. We've been gone for like a long time. Months, but we're still like alive. Three months. Yes, we are alive. We did catch COVID, but we, we are alive now and we're okay. Uh, we were also in Puerto Rico yeah, a caught, couple weeks ago. Caught COVID, caught a flight. It was good. Special shout out to uh, Janiel's birthday. We're not going to bother Ooh. saying how old she is. But there's like so many numbers now. It's up there. It's up there, man. I love her. Like okay. if you were going to put it in like a rotary phone, you'd look at the number. You're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Way to roast your best friend on a publicly broadcast. She's fine. She's an adult. She'll listen to it and make fun of me and text me angrily later. Oh, it's she fine. will. And I love her for that. Um, what was your favorite thing that we did in Puerto Rico? Oof. Okay, so it's a very close tie. Number one was obviously the uh, that one beach you went to in uh, Culebra, where it started raining really hard to the point where it almost felt like hail, but mm-hmm. we were already in the ocean and the water was super warm. Yeah. So like that contrast was almost like mythical, and like that was really, really good. Mythical. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was. Uh, second thing was obviously the pina colada. Oh, dude, the pina colada in the pineapple? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. legit. Like, they just like, hollowed that pineapple out blended whatever was up in there and then added the alcohol and it was great um and then the ooh, the alcapurias the oh one they had, yeah uh, that was gonna with be mine the fresh crab inside <laughs> oh. oh my god fresh crab fresh seafood everywhere i mean we're in seattle we get fresh seafood but i don't like that man no different and then it was this was just everything was fried oh my god so everything so good though i mean it was different like we went to ireland and everything was fried but it was a different kind of fried yeah. I don't really know how to explain that. It was like Islander fried versus like city fried. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Anyways, instead Anyways, of just making you really, really hungry. I know, you really are. Just to get everyone caught up, we had something fun and relevant to our recent trip. What do you mean? Well, I thought you were going to look up something. Uh, Well, well, what did oh, you have? Oh, shit. I, I forgot that I told you about that. I yeah. was like, how does he know? It's because we were both doing the same thing, plus we probably both forgot because I... Yeah, we got a new um, flowerless vape. Oh, and no, I've been smoking out of it regularly, and it is—it's a dry flower vape, not a flowerless vape. Oh, whatever. I'm <laughs> fucking high. It's fine. I know you are. I can tell. Ooh. It's okay. gonna be a rough podcast, but we got this. Do you know what you smoked? No, of course you don't. You dry don't flower. ask questions. I just—you just smoke what I give you. It was called blueberry haze. And I was talking to my friend Min the other day about blueberry because blueberry is one of those strains that fucks me up. So good luck, friend. So if you hear a crash and it's me falling asleep, don't worry about it. I'll be fine. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to like peel you up off the floor and you'll be good. Yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so. You've seen enough bodies being moved in horror movies. Oh, that's very true. I have actually. Um. So, back to the subject. I got us a cryptid, because I love cryptids. Mm-hmm. But do you want to guess what it is? Anrin. I mean, Anrin is a fucking cryptid on his own right, but he's also an asshole cat. So, um, no, but it is the chupacabra. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know, but the chupacabra actually originated in Puerto Rico. Wait, what? Yeah. Yep. 
And uh, it also has been seen as far north as like Maine okay. in the continental U.S. And as far south as Chile and uh, Russia and the Philippines. Really? Yep. I mean, I knew. I would have thought some kind of like Latin origin, but like I really was leaning towards uh, like Mexico for that one. Yeah, because I mean, I think it's probably because of where we're at. We hear more stories about Mexico's chupacabra because we've been on the West Coast. True. Like we've, we lived in California, especially. Yeah, so, so Mexico was our closest source. Yeah. So um, it was actually first spotted. Do you know what year? It's a really recent one. 1946. 1995. Wait, what? In Puerto Rico. <laughs> So this is like a this is a young cryptid. Yeah, I didn't realize how young it actually was because like I grew up with chupacabra stuff. Dude, I don't wait. Ninety five. Can you rent a car at ninety five? You mean if you were born in ninety five? Yeah. Well, that would make you like twenty seven, though, wouldn't it? Oh, okay. So I think you're fine. Yeah. Twenty five would have been weird. Yeah. Okay. So wait. Okay. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I made these notes like two months, two, not two months, two weeks ago. So if some of my information conflicts, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it's fine. I'm high. It'll probably so, um, go mostly over my head. Yeah, probably. But I actually, my next point was that in 1975, a series of livestock killings in Mocha, Puerto Rico led to like this speculation of El Vampiro de Moco. Which is like basically they were like a vampire because okay. of like how it was how it was killing the animals, but a satanic cult was also suspected for the killings, which is always fun, you know. It's always always good to add a dash of Satan. I mean, you gotta have diverse neighbors, right? I'm well, fair enough. Uh, but more and more farms lost their livestock that were drained of blood. From little small circular things in their necks. The little puncture wounds. So, vampires. Vampires, man. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, the first attack was reported in Puerto Rico in uh, March of 1995, where oh. eight sheep were found dead, and they had three puncture wounds in the chest, and they were drained of blood. Jeez. So, we're not just going for the jugular. We're just going straight for the fucking heart, I guess. I don't know. That's really weird to me. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of just indiscriminate sucking instead of like trying to really, really find like the good vein or something, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, oh my gosh. Witnesses claimed to see the chupacabra in town in Puerto Rico and there were up to 150 farm animals. Hold on, and, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean and, in town? In town, in, oh, in Carnavanas. Like, like you just found like, oh yeah, chupacabra's like, in town. Like... Yeah, like you probably like saw it like some ra- look like some random dog or something out in the street because they always look like dogs. Mm-hmm. So it was probably this kid saw it and was like, "Oh wait, shit, that's a chupacabra." Actually, I don't know if it was a kid, but I'm really high and I'm making shit up. I think. You should go back to the notes. Okay, Any- what's okay, not made I'm up? gonna I'm gonna stick to my notes. Okay, so Silverio Perez, who is a comedian, was coined with or was credited with coining the term chupacabras after the first couple of incidents were reported. Because shortly after those two incidents, similar animal deaths were also reported in. Oh God, I I have like a whole list of South American countries. It's a lot. 
Argentina, El Salvador, uh, Mexico, Panama. There's there's a lot of things on there, plus the U.S. Totally. I'm really falling apart here. I'm so sorry. Good job. It's fine. Okay. So there were also reports that came in from India in 2018. Wow. 2018. Okay. <laughs> That's but wild who made the report me. in India? Was it like someone like actually born and raised in India or just like another tourist who like went to Mexico, thought he saw Chupacabra and then like just went to India and also saw like a ratty Chupacabra looking dog? I don't know. But I mean, it's kind of cool that like we're getting reports from other places now because what if it is like actually a thing? What, rat dogs? Oh, Okay. That's fair, but I want it to be real, man. Okay, keep going. Okay, it might, anyway. You can will it into existence. Yes, manifest that shit. Okay, so... Uh, Benjamin uh, Radford was a, is an author, and he had a 2011 book called Tracking the Chupacabra, and he concluded that the 1995 sighting was based on the creature's sill from the film Species. Hmm, okay. Do you... Did you ever watch that movie? Yeah, it was fucked up. Okay, I didn't actually watch it, so I don't have, like, the clearest understanding. But he said that the creatures looked similar to the Chupacabra reports with spines along its back. Yeah, and he believed that the most important Chupacabra description cannot be trusted. Wait. So, I guess he just was saying, like, don't trust anything you see about chupacabras. (laughs) After giving a description of a chupacabra, he said don't trust descriptions about chupacabras. I don't know. That that just sounds unusually dumb. Does not sound unusually dumb? I have no idea where... Yeah, you know what? I want to fact check myself. I'm going to do that after the episode. How high were you when you cut these notes? I probably very... Oh, if you did... Did you do it in Puerto Rico or, like, after Puerto Rico? Oh, dude, we didn't even talk about the weed in Puerto Rico. Okay, we're going to have to do that after we finish this. <laughs> Focus. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go right back into this, okay? <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to keep going with Radford. And he divided the Chupacabra reports into two categories. First one was Puerto Rico, Latin America, okay. and the United States. All right. So in Puerto Rico and Latin America, the reports lean towards like a reptilian alien looking thing huh. um, that always has spines along its back. But in the U.S. reports are uh, it's more like a mammal. And like I said, it, like a lot of times they look like dogs. So there have been a lot of like debunked cases that where dogs are coyotes with mange, which extreme Ew. mange could make. Yeah, it makes the dog skin look really gnarly. Okay. So, moving on. I'm almost done with this, by the way. Oh, no. I know. I'm very sorry. Not choopy. <clears throat> Not choopy. <laughs> okay, so Univision... Wow. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> English that made me sound more drunk. <laughs> that made me sound more drunk than high. Are you? Uh, no, unfortunately not. Yeah, that's actually not water. It's all vodka. It's just straight vodka. Here we go back to college. It's parcha. It's Parcha. Okay. Oh, I want Parcha. Okay. After. After. Get through this. Okay. (laughs) University of Michigan biologist Barry O'Connor concluded that the U.S. Chupacabra reports are actually attributed to the parasite Sarcoptes scabri. Okay. Some form of of scabies. 
Scabies. Ooh. Yeah. But I like the concept that it's a parasite with a dog, too. Yeah. I mean, because parasites can be healed eventually. Mm-hmm. Usually. I hope so. Um, so those animals would have, like, they obviously they don't really have much fur. Their skin is all thickened and, like, scabbed over. And it's gross. And they have a foul odor, which... If you get, you know how the thing is with like with Bigfoot, you can smell it before you see it. I hope not. What? I don't ever want to smell Bigfoot. No, I don't either. I think the people who go out there and like hunt them are super crazy. Like I respect it, but it's super crazy. I don't want to smell Bigfoot. I don't want to smell that shit. Okay. Anyway, O'Connor also speculated that the attacks on goats could be due to an animal's weakened state, which means that like. You have a coyote that's injured, so it's going to go after something that's domesticated rather than wild, so it doesn't have to work for it, you know? Or, like, it's injured, so Chupacabra just went for the fucking jugular. Yeah, that too. Um, Dogs and coyotes are also capable of killing without eating the kill, and so, like, that was another thing, like, is it really a Chupacabra, or is it just something that didn't, like, just wanted to hunt for fun? Yeah, but what about the blood dry part? What do you mean? Like, the fact that in all the reports they were, like, bled dry. Yeah, that one I don't know. Especially the ones that had, like, the three puncture marks in their chest. Like, that sounds alien. Like, super alien. Well, the the Predator shoulder cannon thing had, like, the little triangle on it. Oh, shit. We're We're in deep now. The Chupacabra is actually a fucking predator. Wow. That would be wild. That's actually fucking terrifying. I don't want to think about that. (gasps) Spines. Oh my god. Stoner theories. Here we go. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? That's like basically all I had. So let the theories go. So we do have predators are actually, or sorry, chupacabras are actually predators on Earth. Chupacabras are pred- predators. Yes. That's pretty much as far as the theory goes. I think that that's our most profound moment so far on this podcast. Chupacabras. All, at least all year long. Are predators. Yeah. So far, at least, you know, it's our, you know, first episode of 2022 and it's March already, like mid-March. Holy fuck. Yep. <laughs> We've been gone too long. I for I almost forgot how to set everything up today. This, this is unacceptable. It's fine. So please help us catch up. We will see you next week. But if you have any recommendations, um, please email us. If you want us to look into a particular like creature or story or haunted land, Natalie loves clowns. Bitch. Like send us an image of all the clowns you have just for Natalie, and then we'll research each clown individually. Bitch. Did you forget that we were supposed to talk about the weed? Oh, we. Well. Well. <laughs> actually, you know what? We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about it? No, because I don't want to implicate anybody. So, anyways. Uh, that's true. Um, okay, that'll marijuana say enough is... about uh, our experience. The rule with. Puerto Rico is marijuana is only legal if you have a medicinal license over there. And um, yeah, we did. So we uh, <clears throat> did not get high. Absolutely not. Did not, we Natalie would never, did not make small pre-rolls. I did not do that. I would never do that. Oh, we had no not access to me. edibles that we uh, did work on every night. And, uh, and they did not knock me the fuck out. He had to on the couch. Oh my God. He Calibra. was fucking glued to that couch. So No, he wasn't. He was not glued to that couch. Nobody was glued Nobody to Nobody was glued to the couch. Totally didn't happen. Okay, we and should stop talking. I'll <laughs> your boy. I love energy drinks.
Oh my god. Okay. This is Chris. And Natalie. Natalie signing, signing out. Signing out. Bye. Bye.